Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. As life is a rich mix of passions and pursuits, yet our roles at work only reflect a small part of who we are. While it makes sense for employees to leave certain life experiences at the door, there is a risk of having people feel diminished and unable to contribute fully in their professional roles. I'm here with Dominic White, Regional Head of HR at Generali, to discuss the value of bringing our whole selves to work. Hi, Dominic. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Tim. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. So tell us a bit more about your role at Generali. So uh, I guess my role really is around um, helping direct the HR activities across the Asia region, which for Generali is... Uh, sort of nine core markets um, and working with a business which is growing rapidly you know we started off on a small base but um, uh, grew about 100% last year in line to grow another 100% this year and, and again for the following uh, three years so uh, managing I guess a, a fairly rapidly evolving structure which is coming from a fairly you know kind of rudimentary base in terms of many of the uh, policies and processes uh, that have existed in the past. Right. Thanks, Dominic. Good to have you on. So um, why is it important to realize that uh, leaving life experience at the doorstep is limiting for both the employee and the organization? Uh, so I think for me, I, you know, I, I think what's interesting is that, you know, in, often in HR and in, in indeed in management, you know, we can spend an awful lot of time coming up with ways in which we engage people, we motivate people, we um, provide the right relationship orientation with people, how to give feedback, um, how to do performance management reviews and so on. And I think what's, you know, what strikes me about that is that, you know, we, we do many of these things far better in our lives outside of work, if you like. You know, if you think about, um, you know, conversations with friends or family where you're telling them about something that you don't like or something that's irritated you. Or if you're thinking about how do you empower your kids, you know, the, the choices around what do you allow them to discover through their own experiences directly and, and what are the things that you, you wouldn't dream of letting them do, you know, finding out that a, a cooker is really hot by touching it. So, you know, I think what's interesting for me is that quite often organizations uh, can be quite patronizing to us uh, and to employees by by the nature of um, teaching many things which are already uh, quite well developed. And, and in some respects, I think we, we almost degenerate in terms of going backwards. And then I think what, what tends to happen is that you, you sort of have a persona which is your life and then a persona which is your corporate life, which you've kind of been taught that you need to have in order to survive and do well because, you know, kind of there are certain things which are normal outside of the office which are not necessarily as accepted within the corporate environment. And I think the, the interesting thing with that is that whilst that may very well have been true in the past, you know, as, as we were in a much more kind of job for life age and a much more structured and formal sense, I think, you know, as we enter into and continue to evolve from a workforce perspective into a very different kind of dynamic and environment, you know, though that kind of mentality, um, you, you know, is no longer as relevant. Yeah, so it's a very interesting point there. And um, I mean, how can organizations therefore start to build that trust that, that is needed for employees to bring their, their whole selves to work? Um, 
I think it's kind of tough because you know you know we, we are all, including myself, products of what we've been taught. You know, and the, and the tendency is you, you teach what you've learned. Um, I mean, I think to to me, I think part of the challenge is is just looking, stepping back really, and, and evaluating individuals on their merits. You know, I, I mean, I've had, and I'm sure other people have had many experiences where you have conversations around yeah but this person isn't well equipped to make decisions around reward or around promotions and and so what can happen is that you sort of um you know you escalate uh decision making to a higher authority and yet you know those individuals you know you don't mind them managing people on a day-to-day basis or you know they're quite a- equipped to deal with the you know the vagaries of everyday life so to me i think a, a little bit it's about you know, kind of letting go of the need for so much of formal structure and actually, you know, getting to understand and know individuals far more deeply and effectively. Because I think, you know, in order to understand what people are capable of, you you know, we all need to understand who they are and what's what, what are their experiences to date and what have they learned and what are they good at and what they're not so good at in order that you can determine, well, what, what would you allow them to do i mean it's same thing in in life you know you kind of know what your friends are like you know what their norms are and what they're uh when they're in a, a different mood or you know what your kids are really good at and what they really fear or get anxious about or aren't so good at so in the same way i think it's about you know kind of why wouldn't we want to form those same relationships and and arguably you could say well you know how do i do that if i've got a team of you know, I've got a big team and there's, you know, 200, 300. Um, and my sense is, well, yeah, but, you know, in order to be an effective leader and manager, that's actually one of the critical keys. And I'm just wondering what else is more important than that? You know, deliver, you know, attending meetings, uh, answering emails. I mean, those are all sort of activities that keep us preoccupied. But actually, without a a bedrock of, of fundamental understanding of your individuals, whether they're your direct team or, or your stakeholders or, um, you know, kind of broader team members, then, you know, the, the ability to act with understanding is massively diminished. And I think, to me, I think the, the invested effort to really understand the people around us um, is, is, is hugely beneficial in terms both of understanding who they are and what they can do, as well as building that trust to allow them to be who they are. Um, and also to understand, you know, kind of what are the permissible aspects of that? Because I think the the other uh, challenge is that, you know, these things aren't necessarily binary. Just as we all behave with our friends differently if we are in a bar or a restaurant, uh, versus we're in a, uh, I don't know, a, a perhaps a, a dinner party or, you know, kind of a more formal event. You know, there are norms that can be attributed. It doesn't have to be you can be completely yourself, which means you can do whatever you like, um, or that you need to be constrained within a corporate straitjacket, which dictates uh, what, how you have to be. And, and I think getting to know people and having conversations around what the parameters are of, of that construct is really important to help people navigate. Otherwise, I think the the, the tendency is either that people, um, you know, fall under the uh, well, I'll I'll do what the, everybody else is doing and and sort of um, 
uh, toe the line, if you like, or conform, or you know, you've got to accept me as me. Um, and neither extremes are probably, you know, particularly useful. Absolutely, and, and particularly um, relevant in Asia Pacific, I think, where there's the real amalgamation of, of sort of cultures and, and approaches. Um, hmm. So yeah, really, really interesting there. And what steps are generally taking to support the change in mindsets and and the culture needed to make this happen? Um, so I mean, I think what, you know it, it isn't rocket science in many respects. I mean, I think the um, I think the thing that we're trying to do is to actually invest the time and encouraging managers to invest time with with their teams um, and not to do it on a a simplistic process you know i i think that um you know if i think of uh, you know something like a performance management review process for example um of course there there are benefits in having structure and having smart objectives and having a, a structured um uh, meeting where you know you're not disturbed and uh, you have a open-ended questions and so forth you know those are all valid tips the, the challenge, I think, to some of those um, approaches is that, you know, you miss the point. You know, the point of a performance management review is for the individual to really understand what do I need to do more of? What do I need to stop doing? How can I do more in the future? What, where do you think that I can improve? You know, what feedback have you got for me? Um, and for them to come out of that meeting being clear about, ah, okay, now I know what it is that I did really well and I know what it is that I need to do going forward. And unfortunately, sometimes I think what happens is that process overcomes purpose and we kind of lose sight of what it is that the thing is designed to achieve in a more effective way. So uh, at the heart of what we're trying to do is, is quite simple, really. We We keep asking why. You know, why is it that we're having this conversation? What is it that we really want to achieve? How is it that we're going to really achieve it? Um, and who is going to play what part? And, and and then what's going to be useful going forward? And I don't stipulate that as a, you know, the usual what, why, how, what, you know, who and so on. It It, it is really just a conversation. Um, and I think what we're trying to do is is really appreciate that people know their team really well, that they can be clear about what it is that they need to do and that there's a level of care and a relationship uh, between the two parties so that, you know, what, what you do through that is, is you start building up awareness of, well, what's required and expected and valued and how am I valuable? Um, and what are the things that, you know, I know I need to continue doing and what are the things that really I need to work on which will help me in the future? So it's not as if that the outcomes that we're looking for necessarily are different. I think, you know, my my big focus, though, is about ensuring that policies and processes are there to guide towards the outcome and that and the, the prime, the thing that we're, we're measuring and looking at is really did we achieve or to what extent did we achieve the point and the purpose of this, not did we comply with the procedural aspects of it, which I think, you know, at times can sometimes overtake in terms of the uh, priorities because then we can say we've measured it um, and the challenge with that is that you, you really haven't potentially measured anything other than activity but really the, the, the issue which is sometimes more difficult to, to get to the heart of in terms of quantification is you know how well have we achieved the purpose that we set out to achieve. That's right yeah very interesting. Now how is engagement and productivity impacted by employees bringing their whole selves to work um i mean i think what we what we're finding is um 
quite quite an impact in both. I mean, I think the the sort of the um, if you like the qualitative aspects are that it doesn't feel so um, false. You know, often engagement. You know, the usual thing is you have an engagement survey, then you have impact sessions, then you have action plans, then you have engagement follow-ups, and then you have a tracking mechanism to say whether or not you did them, and to what extent now do people feel more engaged? And and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's a little mechanic, uh, me mechanistic, um, but you know, in terms of again logical process, it makes sense. But it doesn't actually, in some, in many respects, sort of get to you the sense of, um, do you genuinely feel engaged? Because if you're engaged, you're quite relaxed ordinarily. Um, you know, you're, you're at that sort of sweet spot of being able to enjoy and be motivated with what you're doing. And ordinarily, you can kind of feel that. Now, that's difficult to, to quantify in a form. But I think, you know, it, it comes back to the earlier uh, point around you know if you're spending time with your teams and the broader teams and individuals at all different levels in the organization then you pretty much know when you feel it or, or when you don't um, so one of the things I think is environmental you know you start you start feeling that it's a little different and you can start to quantify that as well in terms of people feeling more ready to challenge and contribute and, and those are the people that weren't doing that before. So you're not relying on a employee suggestion scheme or you're not relying on a uh, competition to give ideas, but you start to get people um, to actually have a level of ownership around, well, there's a value in me saying something because I may well get listened to and then as a consequence of my suggestion, it may well improve. So I think what we're seeing, and it's it's fairly early days, I mean, I, I've, I've been in the role only uh, 11 months um, our leadership team really has only been in place for sort of 13, 14 months. Um, but I think what we've seen is a movement from what has been a very hierarchical uh, culture into one which is much more oriented towards how do we achieve an outcome and then how do we get the best ideas uh, and the right contributions from everyone. And that, you know, people do feel valued and valuable and, and there's an appreciation of kind of the role that people can play. And it's not within a box, you know, it's not within a, this is your job description and therefore this is the, the area that you can play in. It's much more around, well, what are your competencies? What are your capabilities? What are your passions? And how do we utilize those to get different insights and, and different views? So it's a very long-winded way, I, uh, I, I'm afraid of saying that I think that it's it, it's tangible in it in it, in the feeling of um, the the sort of the environment that I certainly have seen a difference from uh, arriving to where where we are now, and I can see the trajectory coming through where there's a lot more autonomy of people. I think there's a general sort of ease of actually let's do this differently. Why don't we try it? without requiring too much of a bureaucratic um, structure to make that happen. So, um, as I say, quite quite difficult to quantify and, and, you know, we'll have another employee engagement survey next year. So that, that will give us some level of quantification. But, um, you know, to me, I think what's, what's more interesting is, uh, you know, and again, I put it back to normal life. You know, if, if, if you're with a friend or with your family member, and you say, are you fine? And they say, yes, I'm fine. 
um, you, you know pretty well whether or not they are or not. It, the, the words that they're saying, which according to a survey would be, I'm fine, tick, it's okay, um, will convey to you a completely different set of parameters as to whether they're extremely frustrated and upset or they're really quite happy. So in the same way, it's kind of, you know, getting a response is interesting, but the contextual aspect and the nature of that response is really quite critical in determining the value of it and and the sort of the the reference point to which it's pointing rather than you know well they said this therefore it must be true which of course uh, all of us know you know from our own experiences is is not always the case great thank you very much dominic that was dominic white regional head of hr at generali discussing the value of bringing our whole selves to work for more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.